0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word in Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get in the Word of God and allow it to transform the way we live, the way we think, the way we treat other people, the way we think about God, the way we think about ourselves, and indeed this is glorious because this is how to live a victorious life, how to be a victor and live in victory rather than to be, as so many are in our day, victims of other people we want to rise above that. Today we are going to look at something a little bit different. Lots of times on our channel we we focus on how to live. And sometimes we focus on eternity and what will be what will heaven be like. Today I want to do something a little bit different. I want to talk about how to die. Now I've done something I've not done yet, but we but Paul was facing this and we are in the book of Philippians. And so let's see what Paul says here in Philippians chapter 1. We'll read, start with verses 19 and 20. Here's what he says. He's talking about, by the way, in the context, he's in prison, and he's saying his his, uh, circumstances have turned out for the better progress of the gospel, because not only was he able to preach the gospel to these prison guards and and all of Caesar's household there in Rome, but others were stepping up and preaching the gospel in his place. He wasn't able to do it. Others kind of said, I'll take up the torch. I'll do it in his place. And so he's saying that really what's happened to me, it looks bad, but it's really turned out for the good. And he gives us that encouragement and inspiration, even in our experiences, that when things are going bad, that sometimes keep your eyes open, keep your faith fervent, because God takes even the bad things and can turn them into something good. Sometimes it takes a bit of time, but he'll do it. So here's what he says. In this, he says, I'll rejoice. Yes, and I will rejoice. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayers and the provision of the Spirit of Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope, that I will not be put to shame in anything, but that with all boldness, Christ will even now, as always, be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. Boy, this there's a lot in these two verses. These are rich. I want to focus though on the very end there where he says this his earnest expectation and hope. This is what he the driving passion of his life was that he wouldn't be put to shame in any of his behavior, anything that he did, no matter what circumstances, what trials, what difficulties, what hardships. That in or what temptations that no matter what he faced, that Christ would be exalted in his his body, in his in in who he was, not only in his heart and his thoughts and words, but actually in his very body. And I think he was probably thinking, because he says, whether by whether I live or die, and I think he was probably considering the possibility of death, of martyrdom. He was in prison. He was, he was in this appeal case, appealing his trials, and now he's in Rome, and if he would be found guilty of treason, he could be put to death. And so that would mean that's painful. That hurts. There, there, there's no easy way to die. Scripture tells us that death is our enemy, and it's hard to die. It's painful to die, and, he, and if he was going to face martyrdom, he wanted to make sure that he faced it courageously and victoriously. And and this is important. You know, as believers, I want to talk again today just a bit about dying well. And this is a kind of a little bit of a paradox for us. As a believer, the hope of heaven is glorious. But the process of getting there, i.e., you got to die first, That can be scary. Let me say that again. As believers, we can look forward with a hope and a faith and a joy at the prospect of of death. We don't seek it, but we know that, that to die means to be with God, to go to heaven, to be with Christ. This is our eternal rest. This is where ultimately we'll all go, and we have a hope. A lot of people don't. They are scared to death of, de- they're scared, excuse me, what a, what a phrase there, huh? They're scared of death, and I'd say as Christians that we should have, who have a faith in Jesus Christ should not be scared of death, but dying can be, the process of getting there can be scary. It's painful. It's hard. I know in my own life for when I would read as a young man, and as I read stories of people who were persecuted and put to death for their faith so heroic. Just like when Paul was suffering in prison and others said, I'll get up and preach the gospel. And I'd read this, Tortured for Christ by William Wurmband or or The Hiding Place by Corey ten Boom or book Georgie Vins about a a fellow who had uh, suffered in a prison or the persecutor, a KGB agent in the Soviet Union who had sought out and was persecuting Christians and got converted and saved. And so many of these books or even the older ones, Fox's Book of Martyrs that starts with the apostles and how the apostles were martyred and goes up into the uh, uh, Middle Ages and so forth. These stories, so motivating. And as a young man, I thought, wow, maybe I could be one of those. And as I've gotten older and I've actually seen people suffer and I've seen people die and I've uh, experienced more pain in my own life, uh, the process of some of this stuff is a little bit scarier. A little bit scarier. And so thinking realistic about this, you'll always ask, could I die well? This is a question that I want to pose to you today. When your time comes, will you do it well? Now, let me say there's three ways of dying. Okay. You can die of natural causes. You know, you get old or you get cancer or you have a heart attack or you, or some, some natural cause takes your life and we're all going to die someday. Or you could die from an accident. You could, you know, you could uh, be killed almost instantly in a car crash or something of this nature. Someone, or you could die intentionally. Someone could, you could be a victim of a crime, or you could be a martyr. And there are people who are martyrs even to our day. There are people who are being martyred for Christ. It's not happening a whole lot in the United States, but it is happening around the world where people are being put to death for Christ. And you always want to say with me, when we talk about, you know, the term goes around finish well, and when I think of finish well, that means right up until you draw the last breath. Years ago, I read a book called Last Words of Saints and Sinners, and I always thought, I hope my last words will be ones that will be very, very memorable. But as I've been around people who've died, lots of times they're not real coherent in their last words. And so what, you know, you want to make sure, my hope, my prayer is that When I talk about finishing well, that's not just, you know, in the fourth quarter of my life or growing old or keeping true to my calling. That's important. But it's also to that very last breath, will Christ be exalted and glorified in me? And that's what we pray for. So so how does that happen? How can you do that? Well, Paul obviously was concerned about this. Paul was aware that he, he was in prison, and could face execution. And he's saying he's confident that whether by life or by death, Christ will be exalted in his body. This is his hope, this is his expectation, and this is his confidence. Why did he have that confidence? I believe it comes back to this, if I can find my verse there. He says this, I will rejoice, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayers and the provision of the Spirit of Christ. Folks, I, two things I want to say here. Do you know someone facing potential imminent death, whether they're, they're uh, a martyrdom or natural causes or whatever? Pray for them. Pray that God gives them the strength to die in a way that would exalt and glorify Christ. Pray that God helps them to endure the, the pain, the difficulty, to persevere through the hardship of what they're experiencing in their body the pain the the physical and even the psychological pain that that can cause do you know anyone who's suffering persecution pray for them pray that god would help them to be faithful and and at the thought of of what they're about to experience or the the pain that when you know people their persecutors are inflicting upon them pray that they would remain faithful to the lord that they would they would endure they would be they'd have perseverance and that they'd experience God's closeness even in this scary, dangerous, painful, difficult experience of suffering for Christ. It's not easy. It's not easy. And I'm sure that anyone who's lived for Christ would wants to make sure that as they go out in life, they want to go out well. They want to they they want to go out positive with a positive I have been faithful to my last breath. And especially, I think, of those who are, who are persecuted, and if you will simply deny Christ, we'll let you live, that they would not give in to that temptation, but they would be courageous. This is, this, they need our prayers. But secondly, pray that they have the provision of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is what can give us supernatural strength. The Spirit of God enables, to, enables us to live life in ways we could not live it otherwise. And so to have the courage, the strength, the perseverance to stand to stand strong and to be faithful so that Christ would be exalted even right up, even if facing that persecution. My friends, the truth is every one of us wants to live for Christ. If you're on here and you've been with me this long, you want to live for Christ. And that's what we talk about here day by day. And we know that that will be richly rewarded here on earth as well as in eternity. But we also know that one day, every one of us will finish our course, we'll have run our race, we'll be at the finish line, we'll be facing the inevitable that that we will all one day die of some either natural accident or intentional. And we pray, and I pray for you and for those that you know and your loved ones, that when we face that time, Christ will be exalted in us, whether by life or by death. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, I pray to you today, and I confess, Lord, that the thought of joining you in heaven is glorious. It's exciting. It's what we look forward to. It is our hope to see you one day face-to-face. When we see you, we'll be like you. You'll wipe away every tear. The suffering will be over. The pain will be over. We, we anticipate that day. But Lord, the process of getting there can be difficult. It can be challenging. It can be painful. There's no easy way to get to pass from this life to the next. And Father, so I pray today for every one of us that when that day comes for us, that you would be exalted in our body, both by life and by death. And I pray today, Father, particularly for anyone that we know that is suffering physically, that is potentially approaching death, that is facing persecution, we would pray for deliverance. Lord, we pray for those who are facing martyrdom, you would deliver them. We pray, Lord, for those uh, who are battling illness, you bring healing. But Father, if when the day comes, when the day comes, we pray for grace, the provision of your Holy Spirit to enable us to die well, to die in a way that glorifies Christ, to, di- to die with the hope of eternal life, to be a witness to all who are around us, to have the courage of our convictions right up to our very last breath. And we trust you for this grace, and we pray in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Folks, this is not what we look forward to, but it's glorious. Like I said, we look forward to heaven and meeting Christ, and we look forward to what's on the other side of death. The process of getting there can be a challenge, but we all must face it. So we face it with grace. I hope that you have faith in Jesus Christ. Indeed, if you do, if he's your Lord and your Savior, you can know you have eternal life. You can have that assurance that on the judgment day, he will be your advocate who stands in your place and for you and says, Father, I bring them into heaven for I've died for their sins, risen from the dead, and they've had faith in me. They're cleansed by the blood of Christ. We can have that hope. We pray for strength as we live this life on the way to that glorious day when we stand before Him. Thanks for joining me. If you're new today, a special welcome. I hope you will subscribe to our channel. I hope you'll like the video on the way out. I hope you'll share with your friends, maybe one or two friends you could share this message with. If, you, for, Of course, if you know someone who's ill or sick or facing death, share this message with them. And, uh, um, and, and also that you would post it on your social media. Make a plan to come here regularly. Don't just show up when when you, know, you feel like it or I somehow I pop up on your on your Facebook page or YouTube page, but rather fit it in your schedule, either live at 8.30 in the morning, later in the day, or even listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. God bless you. I love you and will look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.